Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry in for Zach Bingham this morning. Uh, Got to make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network. We go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. <clears throat> Find the links to the show on our Twitter feed and our Instagram story. Follow us there at A to Z Sports. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out you guys. With Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply check them out at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, plus Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. So, Jack, uh, the magic bucket told you you had to catch – 10 pieces of popcorn in your mouth today throughout the show. You snuck in two in the cold open. You got eight more to go. And I do have to give credit. This is uh, my wife. Uh, she put this in the magic bucket. So this is one of her submissions. Uh, cool. So I know she was excited to see how this would go. And I will admit, I did eat a bag of popcorn after the show yesterday. <laughs> I succumbed to the pressure that I put on myself. Uh, and I had about a bag of popcorn at like, 10 o'clock in the morning. So there, there's no way you were the only one. I know that some of you guys in the chat also ripped open a bag of popcorn yesterday. If you did drop in a popcorn emoji, just so I know who you are. Oh, I mean, I'm doing I, it today. I, I'm a day I, late. I absolutely did that. Uh, so, okay, Jack, do you want to, I'll give you four attempts right now to four see attempts? how many you can catch in these four attempts because we want to, oh, okay. So now you're up to three. Let's see. You got up. Oh, okay. There's four. Okay. Oh, five. Is he going to go four for four? He went four for four and he got six. <laughs> the Randy Moss of popcorn catching. That's me. There you go. That was pretty good to knock out four in a row. And now you got to wash it down with some water because uh, did you get it extra salty? What kind of popcorn? Did you I got smart morning? food. We're staying healthy this morning. <laughs> good. Good job. Good job. Uh, did you practice? Because- no practice, Jeff. I swear to God, I did not practice. I'm just naturally talented that way. Naturally talented at, uh, at catching popcorn in your mouth. Uh, I, I believe it. All right, Jack. So let's get this thing underway completely because uh, when Derrick Henry broke his foot, um, in the middle of last season, I, I feel like a lot of us felt that he was on his way to legitimately having a chance to win the MVP. And so he was averaging well over 100 yards a game. He was having record-breaking numbers when it comes to carries in a season, potentially yards in a season, scoring a bunch of touchdowns, carrying the Titans offense on his back throughout the first seven and a half games of the year. And then he breaks his foot early in Indianapolis and continues uh, to carry the ball 26 times after that foot broke. Um, And then he was gone for the rest of the year, missed nine games, came back, played the playoffs and was not necessarily himself. And so Bill Barnwell, excuse me, who I compare Bill Barnwell to the uh, World of Warcraft guy on South Park. Like this, this is how I view Bill Barnwell, Jack. And this is, I told you, I get to use one of my favorite uh, graphics on the show. I know what you're talking about before yeah. you show it. You, you do? No, I'm a big South Park guy. Okay. <laughs> the World of Warcraft guy on South Park, I think this is Bill Barnwell. He, he is in a basement in a dark dungeon somewhere. The South Park guys at least got some windows. You can see a nice skyline. I don't think Bill Barnwell has that because all he does is sit in that basement dungeon and come up with things that are just like, I don't know how you pulled that out of where uh, to come up with this piece of content. So what Bill Barnwell put out today uh, or yesterday actually was NFL MVP 2022 cases, 13 previous seasons that show how, Jalen Hurts, Matt Ryan, Trey Lance, Aaron Rodgers, and others can win the MVP this season. So there's 13 guys that Bill Barnwell is giving a roadmap to how they could win the MVP. And so I'll kind of give you an example of one that's easy to make sense out of, two, two of them that are easy to make sense out of, like Russell Wilson, right? Russell Wilson is going to the Broncos. So the MVP season comp that Bill Barnwell gives to Russell Wilson is Peyton Manning in 2013, right? Because 
In 2013, Peyton Manning went to a new team and then won the MVP with the Denver Broncos. Can Russell Wilson be that type of MVP? So there, another comp for that Bill Barnwell kind of put out here, and this is getting a, a little more ridiculous, is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts last year was a starter, but not really doing much. But they comped him to Lamar Jackson's MVP in 2019, where a dual threat quarterback was able to take the league by storm and win the MVP. Now I'm going to get even more ridiculous, right? I'm just trying to, to, to show people the exercise that Bill Barnwell has been doing uh, in his dungeon basement. And the next one is Trey Lance. Like, how could Trey Lance possibly? be an MVP candidate. Well, Patrick Mahomes, when he won the MVP in 2018, is the same roadmap, right? Mahomes was a backup, did not play outside of one game uh, for the Chiefs back in that season. And then he won the MVP the next year. Trey Lance kind of had that red shirt year in San Fran and could he explode? So that's, again, that's just the exercise that Bill Barnwell is using here, right? Uh, so I want to go through what he said about Derrick Henry and the NFL comp, the NFL MVP comp for Derrick Henry in 2022. So here's what Barnwell says. The MVP season comp is Adrian Peterson in 2012. The story, a bruising throwback runner responded to a notable injury with a historical campaign. Okay. Uh, the last running back to win the NFL MVP had to come back from a torn ACL to get, to get there. Peterson was one of the best running backs between 07 and 2010, but after suffering a left ankle sprain in November, he quickly returned and then tore up his left knee. With Peterson suffering the injury in week 16, there were serious questions about whether he could ever even be ready for week one. Uh, it continues, Peterson was ready, but after getting off to a slow start by his standards, he took over, put up eight straight 100-yard-plus games in the midseason and finished with over 200 against the Rams, and almost 200 against the Packers. Uh, then that's past 2,000 yards for the season and clinched a playoff spot for the Vikings, who were starting Christian Ponder at quarterback and failed to have a single pass catcher top 700 yards. It was the Peterson show. So I'll stop there. It makes sense that you comp Derrick Henry to this Adrian Peterson MVP mm -hmm. season, right? Do, yeah. do you follow along with what Bill Barnwell is saying? Yeah, no, I get it. And I, I do think that when you're talking about Derrick Henry and you have to find a comparison for him just because there hasn't really been anyone like him, AP is the closest thing, right? Durable, a power runner, but also has breakaway speed. Extremely tough to bring down. Derrick Henry and AP are, you know, birds of a feather. And I, I get what Bill Barnwell, the vampire, by the way, I, let me let me get a Bill Barnwell shot in before anything else. He's a vampire. I agree. He hides in his dungeon basement. But it's yes, exactly. There he is. There's Bill. Um, but for, for Derrick Henry's comp, it, it has to be Adrian Peterson. I mean, there hadn't been a, a running back that won the MVP award since AP. So it makes sense coming off this injury. I know that AP had a, a more serious injury than Derrick Henry's foot. So, I mean, it should give Derrick Henry a leg up, if anything. But uh, the thing about Derrick Henry that we have to remember is that offensive line is a question mark. There's a lot of new pieces up front for the Titans this year, and I don't know how that's going to impact Derrick Henry, but Roger Stafford was a big part of Derrick Henry's success. Um, we'll see how they do, whether it's Jamarco Jones or somebody else filling in at left guard. Um, we'll see how that O-line can hold up. We've got an aging Ben Jones up front. Taylor Lewan's not getting any younger. Um, question marks all over the right side. Will Nate Davis string together a, a solid season, consistent, a consistent season? And then Dylan Raiden's obviously the biggest wild card of the bunch. But when you're comparing Derrick Henry to anybody, AP is the only guy that comes to mind. So I don't have a problem with that particular comparison. Now, you just read through a couple comparisons that I have large issue with, oh, right? I, I yeah. mean, <laughs> he, but I, I credit Bill Barnwell for like, having a creative mind and finding like tiny similarities that you can draw between each player for Derrick Henry and AP. It's not just the injury, right? They're about at the same point in their career. Derrick Henry, I believe is entering his seventh season in the NFL. AP won this MVP award in his sixth season in the, in the NFL, similar workloads up to this point. I think Derrick Henry somewhere around 1400 carries 
AP was over 1,300 carries when he got it when he got it done. So I do think there's a lot of, of similarities between the two. But you know, some of these are major, major reaches. And oh yeah, like, a few of them. I don't even want to get to the two biggest reaches that Bill Barnwell had in this article uh, because they include a backup quarterback. And Jack, I didn't tell you this before the show. Uh, there is a kicker on the list. There is a kicker. There's a kicker on the list. Is it Randy Bullock? No. The ghost of Rob? No. Because because a kicker won the NFL MVP back in the early 80s during the strike season. So that led Bill Barnwell to, to reach that far. Like, I hope he didn't strain anything with how far he was reaching on that on that spot. But again, like, probably still I, kicking barefoot in the 80s. But, but I do, th- again, I do think, yeah, and it, it's Justin Tucker as Mark Jones. Yeah, it has, has to be. Has to be. Right. So, but I do think what Bill Barnwell said about Derrick Henry makes sense. And there are two steps to Derrick Henry having a legitimate chance to win the NFL MVP. And I'm going to go through, because it, it, Bill Barnwell said it within the blurbs for Derrick Henry or about Derrick Henry, but he didn't spell it out like I'm about to spell it out. And the two steps that Derrick Henry has to have before uh, he can become a legitimate MVP candidate. But first, I'm going to tell you guys, about Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or check them out at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Payne Bone and his team, they're great. They're pressure-free when it comes to buying a car. It's a tough time to buy a new car, so you have to buy from people you trust with a reliable brand like the Hyundai. And it's Wilson County Hyundai, so you don't have that downtown or city sticker price like you do uh, out in Lebanon where it's, you know, you got a little bit more flexibility for you there. So they can help you out with whatever your financial situation may be. Uh, just go check them out in Lebanon, Wilson County Hyundai or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. I've got another fun promotion for BetMGM. If you did not get on, get in on the open promotion yesterday, which you should have, it was a free $200. Have no fear. We've got an even better offer today for BetMGM. Refer a friend via the refer a friend invitation, and you'll get a $50 bonus for every friend who signs up with BetMGM. Up to 20 friends. So you could get up to $1,000 in bonuses, not just 200 like yesterday. I'm talking $1,000. Now, I know you guys got have big gambling text groups. Maybe you're not on BetMGM yet, but if you send that link in your friend group and get your friends to sign up, that's a free $50 for you to use on BetMGM and turn that into much, much more. So don't forget to sign up. New users, sign up with BetMGM. Use the Refer a Friend via the Refer a Friend invitation, and you'll get a $50 bonus for every friend who signs up with BetMGM. That's up to 20 friends. I know some of you guys got big text messages, big text groups at least. Yeah. That's up to $1,000 in bonuses. It's an exciting offer. It's more than just the regular $200. You, uh, I mean, it's essentially a pyramid scheme. But hey, it's legal and it's it's cool and it's sports sports betting, so it's all good with us. Don't forget to refer a friend with the refer a friend invitation on BetMGM. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. I'm going to go through uh, the uh, the two steps that Derrick Henry needs to take to become a legitimate NFL MVP candidate. Uh, Karen said, "Did I miss Jack eating popcorn this morning for the Magic Bucket?" Karen, you have missed six out of the ten. Jack, I'm going to give you two more shots. Right now, two more attempts to see what you can do. He just hit four in a row earlier. So let's, here's, Ooh. oh, okay. Yeah, one more. Okay. Okay, all right, you're at seven. So you're at seven. You got three more to go throughout the show. So Bill Barnwell uh, uh, yesterday on ESPN.com uh, put out uh, 13 ways that players could win the MVP, and he comped Derrick Henry to Adrian Peterson in 2012. So the last running back to win the NFL MVP, how did Adrian Peterson do it? He came back from a significant injury. He balled out and his team benefited, right? And so Derrick Henry's got the injury comeback available, right? And so with Adrian Peterson, he went over 2,000 yards and he clinched a playoff spot for his team, right? In this paragraph, it says uh, he clinched a playoff spot for the Vikings who were starting Christian Ponder uh, at quarterback, right? So I'll even go a step further that it was the Adrian Peterson show because they didn't have a pass catcher over 700 yards. Christian Ponder was not very good. Now, Ryan Tannehill is way better than Christian Ponder. The Titans oh, will have a player go over 700 yards receiving this season. But 
the two steps, Jack, in my opinion, for Derrick Henry to legitimately have a shot to win this, 2,000 yards. If he goes for 2,000 yards again in his career and becomes the only player to do that in his NFL career twice, I think he's got a chance. But the other thing that has to happen, the Titans can't just clinch a playoff spot. The Titans have to win the AFC South for a third year in a row. Yeah. So those are my two steps. Because of the the injury that Henry is returning from, if he goes for 2,000 yards again and the Titans win the AFC South for the third season in a row, I, I think he's got a really good chance. Let me ask you this. I want to pose this to the chat as well. I think this is interesting. Do you think that Adrian Peterson's comeback player of the year season, MVP season after his ACL injury, makes it easier for Derrick Henry to win an MVP now that he's coming off an injury as well? Because I, th- I think that the precedent has been set. Bingo. I mean, all, all the voters have it in their mind, right? A, a running back coming off a lower body injury. And if he has a big season, maybe it doesn't even have to be 2,000 yards. But if he leads the NFL in rushing by a couple hundred yards, he knocks Jonathan Taylor back to second place where he belongs. I, I think he's going to get some votes. Yeah, I mean, fifteen hundred yards isn't going to do it. Seventeen hundred yards probably isn't going to do it. But if he if he flirts with that two K number, if he finishes even nineteen hundred yards, I think he's got a solid shot at MVP. One because I think the voters realize that they may have screwed up. You know, a couple years ago when Derrick Henry ran for two thousand yards, didn't get MVP. Two, the injury factor absolutely helps his case. And I mean, the national media and the voters who vote on this are not going to factor in the Titans' new offensive line up front, right? Derrick Henry has to be able to do this, no no excuses. But I do think that Adrian Peterson's injury, you know, the season he came back from injury to win MVP, paves the way and kind of created a soft spot for voters towards running backs who genuinely get or who who always get overlooked in this voting process. And I, I think that they've made it a point, or you know, at least it's in the back of their mind. Hey, a running back coming off an injury—it's hard to hit two thousand. It's hard to hit two thousand for healthy guys. Yeah, so if he even flirts with that number. I think I think Derrick Henry's got a good case. You nailed it when you said the precedent has been set mm-hmm. because it is Adrian Peterson. We've seen this happen before, and so that's where I I really like where I've set this up. Is I think he has to get two thousand yards. If he doesn't get two thousand yards then he's not going to be in the MVP conversation. He might win NFL Comeback Player of the Year. He could be the the what FedEx ground player of the game or whatever uh, uh, of the season or, or offensive AP Offensive Player of the Year. He's going to win awards yeah. if he comes back and has a really good season and leads the league in rushing. But I think to, bit, to get the MVP conversation, it's 2,000 yards and the Titans win the division. Because now the Titans have another home playoff game and you're starting to see the storylines take shape of returning from injury and carrying your team when there was question marks about your quarterback in your passing game. Because the, the, the Vikings didn't have a single guy have 700-plus receiving yards. The Titans just trade away A.J. Brown, who's the only player who had over 700 receiving yards last year. And so I, I think that's the path. Now, there was a good comment that I do think uh, I wanted to bring along that I have to, Oh, Nav. I disagree with Nav early in the week, but I, I agree with him here. Derek Henry winning MVP is less yeah. about what he does and more about what other people don't do. So yeah, I do think there has to be a less obvious MVP candidate for Derek Henry to win it, but let's go look at what happened in 2012 with the quarterbacks there. Nav. Because Adrian Peterson was the MVP in 2012, the same season where Drew Brees threw for over 5,000 yards and 43 touchdowns. The same season where Aaron Rodgers threw for 4,300 yards and 39 touchdowns. The same year where Peyton Manning threw for 4,600 yards and 37 touchdowns. Tom Brady had 4,800 yards and 34 touchdowns. So I just named you four Hall of Fame quarterbacks who had really good years but Adrian Peterson still won the MVP because he came back from an injury. He rushed for 2000 yards and he carried his team to a playoff spot. You, you remember in Moneyball where Billy Bean said, it's hard not to be romantic about baseball. 
there's a romantic factor in MVP voting. And I think that the Adrian Peterson injury story all plays into it, right? Because, you know, a, a running back coming off an injury, people are like, man, you know, it's really hard to do that. And I do think you're right. And I think MB has a good point as well. You're missing a huge point. It's more importantly dependent on the other QBs in the running for the award. You just listed off a couple. Yeah. And, and it does. We're gonna that get, was in 2012, right? Like, we're gonna like get to you could have given MVP Drew Brees a, the MVP in 2012 of the Saints or Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had 39 touchdowns to eight interceptions and 4,300 yards. All of the stars in the for in order for a running back to win the MVP, all of the stars in the galaxy have to align. You're right. It's not just about Derrick Henry's performance. Unfortunately, it should be, but it's not because the the quarterbacks are the, you know that's the most important job in pro sports. Right, it, it, you have the most responsibility of any position in all of sports. So they factor that in. That you know that's kind of weighted when you come to the MVP voting booth. So we're gonna get to the other MVP candidates. Which, by the way, I have no idea the odds. I have not looked at this yet. I've got them. Austin's got them. Yeah, I have a way for Derrick Henry to win the MVP without hitting two thousand yards. <clears throat> okay. If one thing happens, one very important thing has to happen. And I think Derrick Henry, with a big season, could take home his award. Okay, you teased me. Uh, so let's get to your 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 thing here. Uh, but real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, head there whenever you get hurt in life. I've been saying to you guys for two years now, and about to be a full third year, because Bone and Joint is back with us for a full third year now. But whenever you get hurt in life, you got to know who to go to. And I got hurt, hurt my foot uh, a couple months ago. Plantar fasciitis that I'm dealing with and the Bone and Joint Institute has made that so much better where I can run again on the treadmill. I was great walking on the beach last week uh, on my vacation because of how the Bone and Joint Institute helped me learn about plantar fasciitis and how to treat it and how to manage that pain and get it back healthy again. Boneandjointtn.org. Who's got friends in here? I know a lot of you do. At least Titans fans, friends. Whether you have real friends in real life or not, at least you're part of the Titans community. And if you are, there's a perfect offer on BetMGM for you. Refer a friend via the Refer a Friend invitation and get a $50 bonus for every friend who signs up with BetMGM. That's up to 20 friends. $50 for 20 friends. That's $1,000 in bonuses. I mean, you, you they're allowing you to send that invitation all over the place. You, you can spam it in text groups, put it on Facebook. Anybody who uses your friend invitation code, you'll get a $50 bonus for each friend who signs up on BetMGM. That's up to $1,000 in bonuses. It's a great offer. And you know what? It's a little bit of a pyramid scheme, but that's all right. It's Friday. Nobody's looking. Law enforcement's gone away. Not that it's illegal anyways. But let's send that around. Let's get all of your friends on BetMGM so you get more bonuses to use when you bet, whether it's King King Henry MVP or whatever you'd like. Yep, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions, 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions, subject to qualification, eligible requirements, rewards issued if non trouble free bets, set credit for bets, expiring seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. So, Jack, uh, we do, I, I want to get to your, would you say you have one way, one thing that has to happen for Derrick Henry to win the MVP without getting 2,000 yards? Yes. Is that it? Yes, here it is. And I haven't seen it on me. yet. I haven't seen the odds yet, but I'm assuming that this guy's in front of Derrick Henry just because he's a quarterback. If Aaron Rodgers once again runs away with it, right, because he's won back-to-back MVPs, That's right. Titans fans should be pulling for a big-time season out of Aaron Rodgers because voter fatigue is a real thing. These guys didn't – the voters didn't really want to give it to Aaron Rodgers after this past season, right, with all the, the off-the-field stuff and the drama and the scandal and the, the comments and everything – everything like that. They didn't want to give it to Aaron Rodgers in back-to-back seasons, but they certainly don't want to give it to the same guy three straight years. So if Aaron Rodgers is by far and away the best quarterback in the NFL, I think that opens up the door for Derrick Henry to slide right in due to voter fatigue. What do you think about that? I think it's interesting. Do you know the last player to win three straight MVPs? I have no idea. He's got something in common with Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. The Bart Starr? Close. More recent. More recent? So Packers QB is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I mean, come on. It, Brett Favre? Yes, Brett Favre. Okay. Brett Favre won three straight, really? Yes, but 1995, Brett Favre. 1996, Brett Favre. 1997, 
Brett Favre and Barry Sanders. Cohen. Oh, a co-MVP situation could play out too. Right. I mean, so, and and what did Barry Sanders do in 1997? Guys, the chat's getting on to me. Guys, I was one year old in 1997. Um, what, what, did, what did Barry Sanders do in 1997? 2000. Bingo. Mm -hmm. Right. So you had the running back join the 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 third time in a row quarterback to share the MVP title, and so I think you know that's kind of an interesting point that you brought up. So Brett, uh, so Brett Favre the last the last third in a row, but he shared it. Right. So, and, and mm -hmm. I'm in Titans Kyle says co-MVP you. Well, the only other time a Titans player has won the NFL MVP. He shared it with the guy in his own damn division. I, I, I don't really, I, I know it sucks and it doesn't feel like a real MVP, but I'm not one to complain about a co-MVP, but especially in these days, right? Because running backs aren't getting any love. So if Derrick Henry even gets a co-MVP, I'll take it. Derrick Henry deserves it. I think Derrick Henry would absolutely take it as well. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers has already won freaking four MVPs. Mm -hmm. And you know, Peyton Manning's won five. Uh, Tom Brady's won three. So, I mean, I think, you know, I kind of get where you're at with the, with the voter fatigue. But so let's go through. I want to ask this question. And then I want to get I want to get all of your uh, your answers. And I'll let Jack start. Where would you rank Derrick Henry among NFL MVP candidates this season? Where would you rank? What he is Derrick Henry top ten? Is he a top ten MVP candidate? Like where is where is he in this? Uh, before I give you guys the actual odds from BetMGM, I'm curious to see what Jack you have to say, and also what the chat says. So you know, go ahead and answer while Jack's giving his. Uh, where would you rank Derrick Henry among NFL MVP candidates, Jack? Okay, this is going to be tough because I don't have everybody in front of me. So if I miss somebody, yeah, don't, okay. don't don't come down on me. I'm but. not going to hold you like like this is like your oath. You're not under yeah. oath. This is an exercise. So Justin Herbert has to be up there. He's got plenty of weapons, all the tools to do it. A pass catching running back to pad his stats even more. Okay. Justin Herbert's got to be in front of him. I think Matthew Stafford has to be in front of him. Pat Mahomes is going to be a public play. He'll be in front of him. Josh Allen's going to be in front of him. That's four quarterbacks already. Um, and you know what? Even the great quarterbacks, there can be like above average quarterbacks that are going to be ahead of Derrick Henry simply because they are quarterbacks. So we have those guys. I bet Joe Burrow's in front of him. I bet Derek Carr may be in front of him as well. Um, let's see. Who am I leaving out? Tom Brady. Tom Brady will be in front of him. Seven. Who else is there? Let's. Rodgers is in front of him. That's eight. Mm -hmm. Um. Russell Wilson, nine. Mm -hmm. I feel like Derrick Henry is pretty close. I'll, I'll throw Derek Carr in front of Derrick Henry as well. Because You've already used Derek Carr. You've already said Derek Have Carr. I? Yeah. Okay. So I'm at nine. Struggling to think, did I leave anyone off? So far, I think no. you've said. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson in front of him. Yeah, there's ten. You're Are missing three. Missing three? All quarterbacks? Yeah. Who am I missing? Who am I forgetting? So, oh my gosh. So far, you have said Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Mahomes, and Josh Allen, right? Yeah. Did you say Dak? Didn't say Dak. Did you say Matt Stafford? Said Matt Stafford. Okay. Okay. So Matt, so Dak is one because I couldn't remember if you said Dak or Stafford. So Dak is one who's ahead of Henry. Mm hmm. Who's this last guy? And Kenneth says, don't say Dak. Don't you say Dak. No, yeah. <laughs> Dak Prescott, uh, shockingly high. Shockingly high when it Who comes to the MVP out? odds. Who am I, okay, NFC South, I hate to go by You're it. missing two, and I'll just say. Go ahead and give it to me. It'd be you're one. not going to get them because the two that you're missing that have better odds. Titans Kyle got one with Kyler Murray. Okay, that makes sense. Good mute. That was a quick. Oh, that was a quick mute on the trigger. I thought I was going to have two nice sneezes, mute. but I yeah. just had one. Okay, right. so we got Kyler, and then who else? We've talked about him on this show early in the show. Today we talked today. about him today. Early, 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 early. Man, have I already forgotten? Russell Wilson. Russell. Wilson. No, well, he's already been on the list. Oh, okay. We've already named. I think him. I said him. Yeah. A guy that it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, what? Oh. Jalen Hurts has better odds to win the MVP than that's Derek one Henry. I don't get. I'm not buying that one. So you think where should so you think Derrick Henry's probably like a top eleven? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I do think he should be in front of Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray yeah. has had every chance to prove that he can play, you know, in an above average offense for a full season. Every single season, he's like Russell Wilson. In the back half of the season, Kyler Murray struggles. Why? Well, he typically gets dinged up and he relies on his legs so much that if he has, you know, even a minor ankle injury or a tweak in the knee, it really holds him back. And so that's why I think Derrick Henry should be in front of Jalen Hurts for how much the Eagles run the ball. Kyler Murray for his late season struggles. Derek Carr, I, I just don't, I'm not buying the Raiders hype. I'm really not. Devontae Adams, I know they've got Renfro and Waller and they've got all these weapons, but I just don't think Derek Carr has that dog in him. Like, <laughs> like my guy, Zach Wilson. Not like Zach Wilson. I, I don't think he's got this Zach dog. Wilson also not very far on this list, not anywhere to be seen on this yeah, list. Yeah, as, as he shouldn't be. But <clears throat> I, I guess I'd put Derek Henry around that 10 spot. Well, you said, well, I mean, you kind of came up with 11. Right, like you named ten quarterbacks, then you were like Derrick Henry's right around here, mm-hmm. and I think you think that Derrick Henry should be above Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, and Derek Carr. And Derek Carr. What about Dak Prescott? Cowboys. The Cowboys goes a long way, right? Because we haven't seen a great Cowboys quarterback. We haven't seen an MVP Cowboys quarterback in quite a while. I think that's something that the voters would like to do. I know that everyone else hates the Cowboys, but for some weird reason. Uh, the Cowboys get a lot of love from people. Uh, so you're gonna keep you're gonna keep gonna Dak, Dak above. I'm gonna even though they lost Amari Cooper, I'm gonna put Dak right ahead of Derrick Henry, but just in front of Derrick Henry. Okay, I, I think I kind of agree with you. I think those, I think Dak Prescott has should have higher odds than Derrick Henry. I, I think Derrick Henry has a better chance uh, than Carr Hurts uh, and uh, Kyler Murray. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm right there with you. So eleventh. Because BetMGM has Derrick Henry tied for 14th with the highest odds. So I'll go through in order. Uh, Josh Allen is the favorite at plus 700. Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady are plus 800. Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, plus 900. Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, so at 6th and 7th. Dak Prescott's 7th highest odds. Really? Joe Burrow, plus 1,200. Because he wears that star. That star on his helmet. Yep. They kind of go in twos, right? After Josh Allen with a plus 700, they go in twos. So Russ Wilson and Matt Stafford at plus 1,400. Lamar and Kyler at plus 2,000. And then Hertz and Carr at plus 2,500. I know Lamar Jackson's coming off injury, but he should not be that far down on this list. Lamar Jackson should absolutely be in front of Dak Prescott. Um, and a lot of these other dudes, I think Matt Dak just had his there. big year off the injury and now he's got the second year. So I actually think Dak should be ahead of Lamar. I think they kind of got this right in the top 10 Kyler hurts and Carr is where I kind of get lost. Yeah, I agree. And then Derek Henry is tied for 14th highest odds at plus 5,000. So it goes from plus 2,500 to plus 5,000 and the group of players that are with Derrick Henry at plus 5,000 is a little ridiculous. Here, Here's Danny Sutherland, and I, I I think this is interesting. Carr just took the MVP's best weapon, and they have history. They played together at Fresno State. Maybe. They may be sleeping on him. Here's the thing about Derrick Carr, because it's a huge gamble. You're not going to give the MVP to a guy who wins or who gets into the playoffs via wild card or a guy who finishes third in the division. If the Raiders win that division, then Derrick Carr's got a hell of a case. But yeah. it's a tough ask playing against yeah. the Chiefs and the Chargers, especially with those rosters and what what the what specifically the Chargers added this offseason. But it's yeah. a gamble. I mean, we're gambling here. It's a long shot. Man, this is embarrassing. Um, so somebody just asked, what are Ryan Tannehill's odds? Mark um, asked, what are Ryan Tannehill's odds? Don't do it. Plus 10,000. That's probably tied with everybody. Behind Justin Fields. Behind Trevor Lawrence, behind <laughs> Carolina Panthers quarterback Baker Mayfield. Oh, shut up! Shut the hell. Behind Cleveland Brown quarterback Deshaun Watson. Oh my God! I'm okay. This is a behind Washington Commanders quarterback Carson Wentz. I I'll agree with that. Behind Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> okay, stop the madness. Stop the madness. Ryan Tannehill is not an MVP. He doesn't play like an MVP. He doesn't throw enough to be an MVP. With Derrick Henry as your running back, no quarterbacks winning MVP, right? But he should not be behind those guys. Baker, <laughs> Deshaun Watson, uh, Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> Justin Fields, for God's sake. Justin, who I mean, I know he doesn't have a Tua. shot to win it. Here's the crazy thing. Here's but what still, pisses me off. Man, come on. Here's what pisses me off. Because Derrick Henry's plus 5,000. 
He is tied at plus 5,000 with Kirk Cousins, Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan, Matt freaking Jones, and Tua Tungavaloa. Like, that isn't, like, for Derrick Henry to be grouped with those guys <laughs> is very disrespectful. It's insulting. Tua? Mac Jones? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? You can give Tua all the weapons in the world. He's still going to be skipping rocks out there. I mean, he can't throw the ball deep. Mac Jones is a, is a game manager's game manager. I mean, come on. What is he going to do that garners an MVP vote? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, and I, I get that they're both running backs, but each of those guys, I think, should be a little bit higher on the list. But that, hey, I'm not complaining. That opens up a great spot to bet them, right? I, I mean, if they were if they were any higher on this list, it may be a – you know, you know, you're not getting a lot of value out of that bet, but at plus five thousand, I think it's worth a shot. Yeah, but again, like I think it's, I think it's more disrespectful that Tua Tungavailoa has half of the odds, or twice better odds than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Miami, and here we've got some, you know, Titans hate. And I don't know that it's necessarily Titans hate. It's just that people love to just ignore the Titans because they play in a small market. You know, they they don't have they they don't run a flashy system. It's Derrick Henry, and that's about it. But uh, Tua, Mac Jones, it's, some of these odds are a little bit heads. I think I it's more they play quarterback. But I geez. think here's my thought of having Tua and Mac Jones at plus five thousand. It's a bait job, right? Suck because the, the sports books are really good at this, and BetMGM is one of the best is the best sports book in my opinion is that they are trying to bait dolphins fans to falling in love with Tua because they have Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and Jalen Waddle and Mike Gesicki and everybody else. Like, Oh yeah. Bait Tua in there at plus 5,000 fans mm-hmm. bait Mac Jones and sprinkle him in there at plus 5,000. It's never going to happen. Never going to happen. But they but see that least- they're listed with Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. Like, oh, wait, I forgot. They did get Tyreek Hill this offseason. Maybe I'll throw $10 here. And if 1,000 people throw $10 on Tua, I mean, that's money for the Because let's think about books. this. Let's think about this. Futures bets are where the sports books make money. Because if you put $10 in on a futures bet, that probably won't win. Even if it does win but it's probably not going to, it's going to sit in the bank of the sports book for seven months Mm -hmm. and they're going to gain interest on it. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, the sucker bets to a T that's a sucker bet. If you bet any, any of those guys to a T behind a T is a sucker. Jackson, I I think anybody behind Lamar Jackson, if you're betting, that's a quarterback. That's a sucker. I I think you're getting the sucker job. Right. So uh, Derek Henry needs to be separated from the plus 5,000 uh, group. You know, I agree. he's, he is tied with Jonathan Taylor for the best odds of a non quarterback. Keep plus those 5, two together, but they should absolutely be plus 4,000 plus 4,500, whatever. I'm surprised it the, the, the odds makers aren't kind of covering their asses there with that one. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I agree with MB uh, like Tyreek should get it before Tua. Like totally. Tua was on the chopping block. They add Tyreek. If Tyreek Hill makes Tua competent, then Tyreek Hill's the reason. Baker Mayfield, get the hell out of here, man. I'm not I'm not here for any of that. No way. I, Again, I, I respect Baker to, as a competitor, but like an MVP, no way. The, it, I just literally laughing out loud at the quarterbacks above Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield. What's the common denominator of all four of those quarterbacks that I just named? Mitch Trubisky, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield, who have better odds to win the MVP than Tannehill. All playing on new teams. Exactly. And Derek, uh, I'm not discouraging you from betting the king. I'm saying those quarterbacks lumped in with the king are suckers. I mean, should not be touched. Well, Potluck Ken says they're all number one picks. I mean, Trubisky didn't go one. Trubisky, Trubisky went, went two. two. Wins went two. Watson went 12. Baker went one. They're first so, rounders. If that's Yeah, they're first rounders, but they're on new teams this year. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're trying to sucker in the new, the new fan base to get excited about their new quarterback. That's Russell Wilson. Because I, I think it's really hard to win the MVP in a new system. You know how hard that is? Especially in Denver with a, with a new head coach. I mean, everything is new up there. To win the MVP would be 
just a, a tremendous upset, in my opinion, for Russell Wilson. And I know people love him. He, he's got the Kyler, Kyler Murray issue. He can't put together a solid second half of the season. I mean, he hadn't done it in a handful of years. Yeah. And if he's if he's not doing it with DK and Tyler Lockett, I mean, I like Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, but come on, that's a downgrade. <laughs> oh, you sound like Billy Madison. I mean, like, come on, like, come on. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. These odds. Long division social studies gonna be tough. I need to. I need to eat some popcorn. All right, that's eight. That's that's eight. That's eight? Oh, that is eight. Yep, you're right. You got two more. You got two more. A to Z Sports here live on uh, this Friday show where Jack has to eat a total of 10 pieces of popcorn by catching it in his mouth throughout the show. He's got two more to go. He's done a really good job. High uh, catch percentage rate Mm -hmm. uh, on Jack today. So, Jack, you did find this interesting article. It's where the Titans rank in positive posts on social media this offseason. And I find it absolutely hilarious. But first, let me tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Farm Bureau Health Plans is where you guys should turn if you're looking for a better coverage with your health plan. Jack's done it. Zach Bingham's done it. You guys should as well. Make them a part of your family by going to fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Zach, I know, is saving 20% a month on his rate from his previous health coverage. And he's getting better coverage. Uh, a better deductible at a better rate with more. Uh, I think he's getting contact allowance. He's go- able to go to the dentist under this new health plan uh, where he could not the way he is now under his previous one. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. BetMGM, guys, I know you have your gambling group text. Let's use it for free money. Refer a friend via the refer a friend invitation on BetMGM and get a $50 bonus for each friend who signs up with BetMGM. That's up to 20 friends. $50 each friend times 20, that's $1,000 in bonuses. So make sure you download the BetMGM app, refer a friend via the refer a friend invitation, copy that link they give you, blow it up, send it to all your text groups, and get $50, 50 bonus dollars, I should say, for each friend who signs up with BetMGM. That's up to 20 friends. That's up to $1,000 in bonuses. Do this, do this. I'm telling you, we usually offer $200 free bets. $1,000 is the end goal here. You can do it. 20 friends, we we can do it. Family, friends, whatever it has to be. Get those friends on BetMGM. All right, so Jack, you found this study on Twitter uh, when it comes to the likability of NFL teams via link fluence and Betway. (laughs) <laughs> where basically they used a methodology to see which uh, what percentage of fans had the most positive posts this offseason, right? So positivity on social media. So here is the top 16, the top half of the NFL. The Chicago Bears had the most positive likability percentage in the entire NFL at just under 20% which tells me that even the happiest of NFL fan bases is 80% pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) Or neutral, right? Because neutral doesn't factor in here. Or neutral. (laughs) But the Bears make sense, right? Justin Fields in his second year, they get rid of a coach that they hated in Matt Nagy. Uh, You look behind them, Baltimore Ravens, Green Bay Packers, Patriots, Saints, Giants, Jets, they all have huge fan bases. So, I mean, they're getting a lot of positive posts. And there's a lot to like for Baltimore, too. They were – if it wasn't wasn't for the Titans, they would have been the most injured team in football last year. They lost three yes. key pieces before week one, and then Lamar Jackson in the middle of the season. So there's reason for optimism in Baltimore. Yeah, so- hope, right? It's Hope is involved with a lot of that. Now, the Bears with a new coach and a quarterback that they like, uh, the idea of, and they got out Matt Nagy, who they hated. So I guess that's why the Bears are first. <clears throat> but you notice the Titans are not in the top half of the league in positive fans, which I don't think surprises anybody because <laughs> Christopher says Titan Twitter is toxic, toxic as AF, right? Mm-hmm. So he's not wrong. Here's, here's the next, the bottom half of the league, the most unhappy fan base on social media, the least positive fan base on social media this off season in the NFL, the Titans come in at 26 and hold it here. Yes. 26 for the Titans. Look at the teams below them. I don't know why Buffalo's below them. I guess probably because they live in Buffalo. People just hate Buffalo, right? They hate Virginia. I 
I really think it's just because they live in Buffalo. Okay, so I okay now I'm starting to understand Washington Commanders. They should be bottom five every year. Uh, there, there's no reason for any positive posts at all outside. I mean, the 7.85 percent of positive posts were probably only from the Terry McLaurin extension. Um, <laughs> the the Jaguars. Why would you be happy? Number yeah, one, you're right. in Jacksonville. Number two, the Jaguars are your team. The Vikings. Can, can, I mean, just they have the weapons on offense. They can't ever put it together. They're just sick of Kirk Cousins, and and they also live in cold freaking weather. Yeah, and the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, they're, they're not happy with him down there. They're not happy with how Kyler Murray finishes seasons. Yeah. And then the Carolina Panthers, I mean, what, what more needs to be said with the Carolina yeah. Panthers? You're looking at Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. I mean, no, no, those two options are – and you got Matt Corral, Ole Miss guy, sitting sitting in the back seat behind all of them. But, I mean, the bottom of the list, that makes, that makes some sense to me. So, 26th. <laughs> Shoo. Uh, and, and like this has been and we knew this jack when when the post game show ended after the Bengals game me you and zach were standing there in the room and we were like this offseason is gonna be like burn it to the ground pitchforks and torches everything right mm-hmm. yeah it, it was the way that the last game ended especially with the expectations and you get derrick henry back in the playoffs and then for it to all just come crashing down. I mean, it took me, uh, and if you listen to the Tighten Up podcast, you'll know Austin Huff and I, it took us quite a while to just kind of let that loss soak in. I mean, it came out of nowhere. It hit you like a ton of bricks. So I, I get the early pessimism. But, I mean, when you look throughout the offseason, the Titans offseason, yeah, they, they, they made more frustrating moves than moves that would make well, fans happy, I think. I mean, Jeff Rubel's right. He says, to be fair, when Tannehill's your quarterback and you trade A.J. Brown, then you get a dude who can't even practice, I'd be pissed too. And Jeff's trolling, but, I mean, he's not But wrong. he's right. No, he's yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Traylon Burks' situation hasn't hasn't really manifested itself just yet. A.J. Brown, that talk about toxic. That's probably the most toxic thing that's happened within the Titans in quite a while. I mean, maybe ever. Seriously, I mean, you trade well, you trade the future of the franchise at the wide receiver position for what a first round draft pick and you know a couple kickers. So and not like literal kickers, like draft kickers. Um, <laughs> not football I'm sure kickers, not, draft hey, kickers. I mean, if they want to, if they want to give the Titans a kicker, I'm sure that they would uh, they would welcome him with open arms. Even though I love Randy Bullock, but so, it, there's a lot of Jack, reason for this pessimism. This offseason is the most negative Titans offseason since when? Because mm, even tough. let's I, I, just go back because it's definitely the most negative offseason of Ravel's tenure, right? In the last because, like seven years, it has to be. Well, because I want to go back to even when they sucked and were the worst team in the league and picked and picked Marcus Mariota two overall, there was the optimism of getting the franchise quarterback. Right, and, and there was a there was a numbness factor to the Titans fan base as well because you sucked for so long, you kind of became numb to it. But totally. with expectations, you know that changes, right? You want to win, you want the team to make a run in the playoffs. They fall short, boom! I mean, a a, a whirlwind of just negativity hits the fan base, and I mean, you can even take it back to Malarkey's last season as head coach because the Titans made the playoffs and beat the Chiefs. With Mariota. Yeah, but that was a but then you hired but then you fired him and then you hired Vrabel and there was there was not negativity and toxicity like this year. So let's keep let's keep going back. <clears throat> so even when even when they were the second worst team in the league and drafted Mariota two overall, you had the hope of the quarterback and you had the quarterback draft leading up to it. The following year, you had the number one pick and a new GM and a new head coach. And so there wasn't the negativity around the 2016 off season. Cause you also traded the number one pick away. You got a guy like Derek Henry, you traded for DeMarco Murray, right? Like you got a lot of these good things. Arakpo so, came along at some point. I mean, not too who? far behind that Brian Arakpo. Yeah. Arak. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you had some bigger name free agent additions and some trades. John Robinson was doing good things. And so there, uh, you have to go back and Ken wasn't just got fired. So you were done with that pain in the ass. <laughs> and so it's got to be some Jake Locker years as, as Jeff brings up. 
Yeah, I think it does because, uh, again, expectations matter here. When you draft a quarterback like that that just falls on his face, can't stay healthy, does really nothing for the Titans, and you pair him with Bishop Sankey, I mean, that was supposed to be – I don't know why the Titans decide to go with quarterback running back out of Washington of all places. But, you know, there was hype around them coming, you know, at, at the time of the drafts. So the expectations matter when we talk about this stuff because of the numbness factor that I mentioned. But when you draft a quarterback like Jake Locker so early in the draft and they don't work out even, like, at all, there's going to be a lot of negativity because now you just have to wait for the next cycle. You have to wait for the next class of QBs wait for Jake Locker's rookie contract to kind of run out because you want to give this guy this first round pick all the chances he can get, but it just never came through. Jake Locker never came through. And, and there we saw the turmoil start for pretty much the entire 2010s. I mean, mm -hmm. so I, I think, I think that expectations absolutely matter here because when fans have their hopes up, right. When they're expecting more and get significantly less, there's going to be more negativity versus when you're expecting nothing and you get less than nothing. You, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the Titans season win loss records year by year, because look, they've gone winning seasons, six consecutive years. And then we talked about in the two and 14, three and 13 year, you had the, the change of you drafted the quarterback, you drafted, uh, well and fired a head coach and got a new GM to have happiness and hope to come out of that. And it's been great since then until the toxicity of this offseason. You go back to 2013, which was Munchak's last year, and you just you had Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing the ball around. <laughs> Chris Johnson was still running the ball. Like so that wasn't a terrible year. It was like a meme team. Yeah. I mean you could at least, you know, memes weren't around really or popular back then, but that would have been a great meme team. Right. I, I want to say maybe, man, I don't know. Like the 2012 season, which is when they had a, they were six and 10 and had a point differential of minus 141. Oh my God. How'd they win six games? That was when they had it. They had the 10th pick overall and they drafted Chance Warmack. Remember that? Yeah, that didn't go well. That's, that might be it. Johnny FNC, what what would you say about this? Twitter wasn't around then, but when McNair and Mason left for Baltimore, well, that wasn't the same year. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's that's true. But maybe I guess more so McNair when McNair left for Baltimore. Could that have been the most <sighs> disappointing? I mean, we talk about angry and mad and, and negative, but could that have been the most disappointing? move because Baltimore it's not like Philly the Titans play Philly every year they don't meet in the playoffs right the Titans biggest rival at that time was the Ravens I, I think yeah. that Johnny's got a case <clears throat> maybe it's the the offseason after or the 2004 offseason before that year that's when they had to dump all the salaries of Derek Mason Samari Roll um who else was in that group? They had a lot of big contract dumps they had to make. I'm just forgetting all the different names. Drew Bennett left shortly after that. I, I know Drew Bennett was around for a couple years after that, yeah, but I'm trying to think of like the, sense. the um, man. Cause yeah, Derek Mason was gone from a cut from a salary cap cut. Curse uh, left early. Oh, Eddie George was yeah. that year too. Cowboys, Eddie George. Um, so yeah, maybe that, that might've been it. So nearly 20 years. But that was pre-Twitter. And I mean, you, you yeah. Know. So this has been the most negative offseason probably in 20 years. I think so too. I absolutely think so. And it sucks. It does suck. But 26, I'm really not surprised just because of, you know, Austin and I on the Titan Up podcast do a segment called This Week in Titans Facebook. We see it. We see all of it. And it doesn't surprise me that the Titans are 26. The teams behind them don't surprise me either other than the Bills. I, I don't know what the Bills have to complain about. They're Super Bowl favorites. But, um, yeah, negative offseason for good reason. I mean, you get rid of your best player. You draft a guy who hasn't practiced. Uh, the offensive line, there's a shakeup. Robert Woods comes in. I think a lot of people were happy about that. That, that. that that was a positive trade at the time. But now he's probably the number one receiver heading into training camp, and he's coming off torn ACL. He may not even be able to, you know, go seven on seven out there. All right, I got it. I got it. <clears throat> 
The Titans released six popular players to clear space, including wide receiver Derek Mason and cornerback Samari Roll. Also let go were defensive tackle Kevin Carter, offensive tackle Fred Miller, fullback Robert Holcomb, and kicker Joe Nedney. Oh, Joe Nedney. I remember Joe. That was a big just have to clear out a bunch of space there. Drive killer Miller wasn't a huge loss at the time, though. Right. He was very expensive. Mm-hmm. So that that's what that was. So it that's probably the worst. <laughs> Man, it's supposed to be happy today. Well, this is a Friday. What are we doing here? You you brought you brought this up. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm, you were like, let's just talk about how negative Titans uh, fans have been a, this I year. I thought it'd be a fun. They've been the nope. most. They've been. They're the. They're the. <laughs> eighth most negative fan base, or seventh, I think, is technically how math works. Seventh most negative fan base this season on social media. Yeah, I thought it would be a funny discussion. Now I'm just getting sad. Well, that, that's your fault. <laughs> yeah, right. we can but make I mean, it better. Negative. We can make it better with ain't that good news. Are you ready for ain't that good news? Let's, let's get some good news in before you got two pieces of popcorn. You have to catch now too. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna go during your good news. I'm gonna kind of put myself in a time crunch. All right. <laughs> Ain't that good news every Friday to send us to the week. So let's get out of the, the, the depressing dumps of Titans misery of past and uh, get into ain't that good news. So share your good news with us today. Uh, Jack, I'm going to let you start with your good news before you have to start catching popcorn. Okay. Sounds good to me. My good news. I'm excited about this. I'm going on vacation. Haven't been on vacation all summer. I I've got to time my vacations better next off season. Because I need to get out, you know, in April or June when nothing is happening. But I am glad that I'm getting out the week before training camp so I don't miss any of it. So I'm going to North Palm Beach. I'm going to go deep sea fishing down there. Uh, My girlfriend's coming with me. We're going to have a nice, you know, four days at the beach. Um, I'm excited about it. It'll be fun. And I haven't really been on a beach vacation in a long, long time. So that's my good news. I'm getting out of Nashville. I love Nashville, but I mean, it's just been too long. I need a quick break. I see that Zach and Austin are at these nice beaches and I get the fever. I've got the fever. I'm finally scratching that itch next week. So I'm happy to go on vacation. I think this is a great week for you to go on vacation mm-hmm. because Zach and I always take the 4th of July week. My wedding anniversary is July 7th. So that falls into that. So just to stack our employees. Like we can't have everybody take vacation the same we're, week. We're staggering so, them. You're yeah. Right. So I think, honestly, I think mid July is a great spot for you, Jack, to do that from moving forward. So if you want to pencil in circle, like mid July, those can be your two weeks because Zach and I are back. Hey, look, it works for me. We may have just found a formula. Yeah. I'm just saying like, we just got to make, cause Zach Reagan is on vacation this week. And so he's back. And then you go on vacation next week. And we're just kind of, you know, rolling things forward. This works. Uh, accidentally, it works. Let's yes. Before we get to you and before we get to the popcorn, I want to read some of the chat. Um, it, this was not meant to be good news, but it is. At least the Bills are behind the Titans. I'll take that. Um, unhappy fans. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Rubel says, good news. My, got my suitcase and RFID backpack for my prog trip and got some deals from Nike on shoes. That sounds better than what I'm doing, Jeff. So have fun in Prague. Okay. Enjoy it. I've never been, but I'm sure it's awesome. Um, let's see. What else do we got? Good news. Goudreau, Johnny Goudreau, the, the the big fish in the NHL free agent pond. He landed in Columbus. So Johnny Goudreau, the Flames are just not going to be in it. Austin probably doesn't know who that Columbus. Is. Why in the hell would anybody go to Columbus? I don't know either, but they they somehow land these big guys. Yeah. They landed Duchesne a while back. Um Zach Goodman, love this. Good news is Austin Riley is on track to set the Braves' home run record this season. Snubbed for the All-Star game. Absolute BS. Austin Riley should be in the All-Star game. What, what is, is, does Hank Aaron own that record right now? To be honest, I couldn't tell you. I, I would imagine Hammer and What Hank kind of fan are you, Jack? Well, I mean, Hank Aaron, we're talking about records that happened before so, my... I mean, it's, this, it's the home run. It's probably this, the single-season home run record look, is the easiest record to know for your thing. favorite baseball team. Here's the thing. Being a baseball encyclopedia is so hard because of all of the records that are just all over the place. I don't know how Tim Kirkchen and Vandy grad Buster, Buster Olney do it, but... It's impressive. You got to be all in. And I'm, I've just, I'm too yeah, spread but out. Like, to keep track like you said, that record hasn't been changed in years. So like you, you shouldn't have that hard of a time keeping up with that. 
Well, let's let's figure it. Hank Aaron has the all time. Jones, he's got the Andrew most. Jones. Andrew Jones. Really, that's surprising. He hit fifty one in two thousand five. Uh, Hank Aaron's season high was 47. I hated to see Andrew Jones and Gary Sheffield, for that matter, go to the Yankees, but it happened. Um, Vols have the number five recruiting class of 2023. Josh Heupel has been in those trenches getting look, it done. Let me say something about this. As a Vols grad, I was actually on the Big Orange podcast this week because Zach Reagan's on vacation. So you go check that out uh, with Charlie Burris on the same YouTube channel you're on right now or on our podcast network. It Remember, two years ago, Jeremy Pruitt had the number one class in the nation in the summer. They went three and seven. He got fired. So like it's just because you have a really good class in June and July doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. It's not a bad thing, but just, just not oversell it. That's my point. Wow. Look at you bringing everybody back down to earth. It's about, you're right though. I mean, high school prospects, it's, it's such a crapshoot sometimes. Yeah. Um, Lucas Burks going to Ole Miss god's land uh to learn about agriculture so have fun down there get you some merch uh some old miss national champions merchandise uh they'll be down there at least you're not going to starkville you picked a good place um to do that lucas vacationing next week with the family says steven um louis says my good news is that i had my performance review at work yesterday and i was promoted and got a nice bump in pay all right louis drinks on louis tonight um, Nashville SC won on Wednesday after that embarrassing fan statement from the back line. Oh my God. And my How son from Missouri was at the game with me. Thank God that they didn't, you know, sit down the whole game and be quiet. Like they said they were going to do like little babies. Oh, that was so funny. I love Nashville SC. And I, the fans are awesome there, by the way, but that statement was just out of pocket. That's really good. All right, really? Austin. Um, What's my, my good news to you. All right. My good news is uh, last night had dinner with some friends that we hadn't seen in a while. They live out of state and they're in, uh, oh, there's number nine from Jack and number 10. So you're done, right? Mm-hmm. Got it all? Cool. Under your so, good news. Yeah. My, yeah. You distracted from my good news. But anyway, <laughs> my good news is uh, last night, wife and I had dinner with some friends that we hadn't seen in a bit uh, because they live out of state, both living crazy, busy lives. They're in town. We had dinner at one of our favorite spots near our house. Uh, and so great time then. And then Saturday, which is tomorrow, we have another dinner for a celebration. One of our other great friends got a new job, new career. So we are going again out to a celebration dinner. So two big celebration friend dinners in three days. So that is my good news. That's exciting. And hey, this has got to be, I mean, this has got to be one of your more social weeks that you've had in quite a while. What does right? that mean? Well, I mean, I, I, I just don't, I don't see you, you know, perusing the town. I feel like I, mean, I go out. Are you? I, all, we, you do. Out. We yeah. go din- We go dinners a lot. Okay. I was just go. at the beach at a going out in downtown Fort Lauderdale hey, and hey, stuff. You know what? I, I, I made a false accusation. You got me. You got me. I, I was just wondering. You know, I, I, I just, you know what? I, I guess I just figured because you know you're not on the beer train. That maybe staying in was more of a move for you, and you're... no, I just don't drink. I don't drink beer anymore. Mm-hmm. I drink other things. Yeah. I drink liquor. Okay, what's your drink of preference? So last night I had uh, it's a drink, a, a cocktail I really like at this restaurant. I'm not going to give it away because one, uh, they're not paying us. Two, it's a close to my house, and I don't want it to become uh, too widely known because okay. I like oh. how I like how hidden gym it is right now. But it's a it's a gin drink. It's got some gin uh, with some a little bit of ginger with some lime and also some cucumber. Super light, super smooth, and refreshing for the hot mm. summer. Man. That That's what I'm on right now. That cucumber goes a long way in just about anything. I love me some cucumber. Yeah, Put that in some water, just straight that, water. That was my drink of choice last night. Probably going to be my drink of choice uh, tomorrow night as well. And um, yeah, there you go. That sounds fun. Congratulations to to your friend, and congratulations for you to for being friends with that person and getting to go on these awesome dinners. Yeah, it's very fun. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, just to wrap up on good news, I feel like we didn't get to everybody. Uh, let, let's do this quickly here. Austin was kind of ragging on some good news today, wasn't he? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, let's <laughs> keep some perspective. Like, top five recruiting class in July doesn't mean much. It's it's good. It's a positive track, but it's not, you're not there yet. You're basically at halftime. You have to play the second half of the game. That's right. 
Um, Johnny FNC spending time with the kid, having fun all weekend. Have some fun doing that. Johnny FNC quality family time is great. Um, Aaron's good news. He's getting a nice pump in at planet fitness. Don't set off the lunk alarm, Aaron. You wear that, you wear sleeves today in there or else they'll pull that thing on you. But that's, that's just about everybody. So. All right. Good Friday Uh, show. Derek says great show today, guys. Everyone have a fast, fantastic weekend. Dadson agrees. Great show today. Uh, so good, good morning flow. All right. Well, hope this morning flow can uh, send you into the weekend. Everybody have a great, safe weekend. Buck Rising will be back uh, to uh, Sunday night for A to Z Sports Prime Time, and we'll be back on Monday morning uh, for A to Z Sports Mornings Live. And so make sure you check in on it because next week's a big week because it is SEC Media Day. So there's gonna be a lot of drama flying around in college football as SEC Media Day starts in Atlanta on Monday. So we'll have great coverage of that uh, on our website, a to Z sports.com. Uh, I know Buck has a new six one five sessions podcast out this morning on the a to Z sports podcast network. So check that out. And also you got to subscribe to hold on. Let me give this to Derek. Henry. It's a Derek Henry MVP. Oh, conversation. Yeah. I got to give it to Derek Henry. There he is. So let make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel for great coverage because we're less than two weeks away from the first training camp practice where we will have the best, YouTube coverage around of Titans camp. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a great, have a great weekend. Talk to you soon.